You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Locker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And it is Thursday, September 1st, and it is football season. And we are excited to be back for football season. But first of all, Matt, how are we doing this evening? Good. It's almost weekend, and I will get to see you in Manhattan tomorrow. Yeah, one more sleep and one more round of golf for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is football season, a couple games. Uh, happened tonight we're recording this at 10 19 so you can imagine what we were doing usually we record this a little earlier in the night but uh uh we were watching some football making making sure we lost our bets so yeah i guess i, I, guess I gotta start consulting you already matt <laughs> i didn't even bet this week first time so i don't i don't know if i have the problem right now yeah <laughs> i lost i lost both my both my first uh my first two uh free but my uh free bets so uh, you can't lose anything, you know. No, no, no. I mean, I I lost, but did I really? No, not really. But I was still I was still a little upset about it, just because of the Oklahoma State uh, not covering after they were ahead by thirty six points after the first half. Their and defense then, is terrible. Goodness, they had some they had some flaws shown tonight for sure. And then uh, West Virginia was ahead by a touchdown with like what six minutes left. By six minutes left, they give up a touchdown. I'm like, okay, it's tied. It'll be fine. And what do they mm-hmm. do? It was it was a pick six, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, great game though. Great start to the college football season. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty excited. So and then uh we might as well touch on it a little bit right now. The uh the Nebraska game happened last weekend, and you'll you'll hear a little a little sound bite from me after that first first impressions after that game from last weekend, but obviously they they blew it over in Dublin, and I I think me you and even Josh uh, kind of predicted that, and yeah. so Nebraska's own one and Scott Frost already on the hot seat even even more so than he already was. So great start to the college football season for sure. Yeah, um, I think a lot of K State land is happy that Nebraska lost. So. Uh... Um, no one's really surprised though. I mean, look, looking back at that game, they're, they're just, they're not that good. They're not that good of a team. They, so they gave up 512 or so rushing, yards, rushing like, yards too. 200, 200 plus rushing yards. That's pathetic. Northwestern. And like looking at their running back, he didn't look like he was that great. Yeah, exactly. But apparently it was just, Nebraska made him look like. He, he just walked into the end zone untouched, especially one of those last drives to go ahead. It was, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, college football's back. It is November – or, so, sorry, September 1st. The summer is is winding down. Baseball season's winding down. But uh, on this episode, we're going to go ahead and jump into K-State preview but versus the South Dakota coyotes coyotes or coyotes um but before we do that do you want any shout outs of the podcast um i don't really have a shout out i'm gonna shout out you guys because i will see you guys tomorrow and if anybody's looking we'll be in manhattan this weekend we will be having a good old tailgate and stop by and have some brewskis yeah absolutely 
bring bring a friend or two and stop by, have a good time. We'll uh, throw the football around, play some cornhole, and uh, just get reacquainted with each other. I know a lot of us haven't seen each other for a while, so um, shoot us a text, shoot us a Snapchat, and also follow us at the Lecker Room. Yeah, you, you are invited. You guys are all invited. So and stop we'll, by. We'll, we'll probably be uh, live tweeting our uh, location. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you <laughs> so, yeah. and then uh, and then also while we're on the topic, follow at Josh Hawks underscore Pod. He's got two episodes out now. So shout out. I'll shout out. Um, I'll have two shout outs. One to Josh. He's doing good work over on his podcast. Had his uh, second episode out. And I'll shout out my dad because he just played the best round of golf I've ever seen him play. Shot an, <laughs> shot an 86 tonight. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Seven pars, seven pars over at old Turkey Creek. So. That's uh, yeah. That'll wrap that up. Let's go ahead and jump in the K-State preview. K-State takes on South Dakota um, this Saturday at six o'clock at the bill. And I guess the first thoughts going into this game, I know we've had a couple, we've had two podcasts so far uh, leading up to this season, but I mean, thinking about this game specifically, I mean, what, what do you expect from, from K-State just as a whole? I think as a whole, I think this is a very, we've talked about it on, on like preseason episodes. I think they're overall very humble group. I personally don't think, knock on wood, that they will take South Dakota lightly. I know Chris Kleiman won't because Chris Kleiman played them every year while he was at North Dakota State. South Dakota is a very, very good FCS team. They make the playoffs every year, and they usually make it pretty far. And uh, those FCS teams, they come in nowadays, especially over the last 10, 12 years, they come in to win. So uh, better have your helmet on. But I think K-State should handle business. I don't know if I don't know if Colin Klein will pull a uh, an old school where he doesn't show much of his playbook yet, but who knows? I would not be surprised, but I think they should just ground pound and just wear him down. And I know it's easier said than done. And let Taylor Martinez and Deuce Vaughn get to work. Adrian, oh yeah, <laughs> Taylor Martinez. Taylor Martinez, again. sorry, Gosh. is that going to be a problem all all year? Yeah, so saying think, Taylor Martinez because yeah, I have Nebraska friends and they yeah. sometimes talk about yeah. It's Adrian, my bad. Right. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and agree with you on that. I'm, 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 uh, I, I'm very much hoping that the cats really just take care of business, knock South Dakota in the mouth early and often. And in the second half, and I'm glad, I'm glad Oklahoma state played the way they did tonight. Cause I, I really hope our players were watching because mm-hmm. Oklahoma state, they kind of smacked central Michigan in the mouth early, early, but they stopped playing. Yeah, quit playing, and it's like mm-hmm. it's those attention to detail, especially in the second half. That I I really hope K State, and I expect them, and I I really do believe that they will pay a lot of attention to detail, and and play a very solid, um, full game. I, I I don't I don't want to see not just our first teamers, but our second teamers too. The reason you know you're even though you're a second teamer at K State, you should be smacking South Dakota's first teamers in the mouth. You're at a mm-hmm. Division One program. There's no reason mm-hmm. that this game should be close. So, yeah, that's that's my initial thoughts. Now, yeah. how, how we're going to get that? Um, limit penalties. 
I think K-State always. always limit penalties, especially in a game like this. Don't don't make silly mistakes. Don't turn the ball over. Don't don't make special teams mistakes. Um, just take care of the football and and run a good offense. And then your defense defensively, just kind of make make tackles, fill your fill your gaps, make We're the simple see, play. So yeah, first week you're gonna see. We should. I mean, they shouldn't miss tackles, but you're gonna if they if if they worked on tackling, which I I imagine they do because they're Division One school. But like, right. which Oklahoma State, if you notice in that game, they missed a lot of tackles in Week One against Central Michigan tonight. And they the broadcast for that game was even saying, "Do you think Mike Gundy's ever gonna schedule Central Michigan again?" And they're like, "No, sir," because <laughs> they keep giving them a run for their money. But they were in Central Michigan, like these small these small teams. They have a chip on their shoulder. They went eight, Central Michigan went eight, eight three last year, so and, they're not and, a bad team. And that's what drives me crazy about these early season games. This is like nobody's a pushover, and you know, no. Oklahoma State was favored by twenty one and a half, and they didn't cover. Mm-hmm. So it, they should have, obviously. But the line for K State, kind of back on topic, K State, um, the the line is not out. The over under is not out. But I I imagine it will be similar to Oklahoma State's, and I really hope that K State comes out and covers that, mm-hmm. and and no bad beats in the second half either. Let's no, let's kind of just get some momentum early. Let's have a little. Let's get some special teams excitement like we're known for, and kind of just take their breath away. And let's just uh, take care of business. Um, an old fashioned ass kicking, right? And you know what some things to expect out of the players um one thing i thought of earlier and this is back to adrian martinez and we're probably gonna be talking about him a lot this year i think of us a, a serious legitimate goal for him this game is to have zero turnovers oh he, that should be a goal yeah easily i think i think if he does not throw one pick i don't if i think he doesn't turn the ball over once even like deuce vaughn i hope i don't think he would t- uh, fumble the ball this game i think that a legitimate goal as a team would be to win the turnover battle by three, four, three or four, Mm -hmm. you know, force, force three or four turnovers on defense and not turn the ball over one time on offense. Yeah. And, and uh, limit the three and outs as well. You know, Oklahoma state back, back to that. I'm more referring to this, I guess, all podcasts. They had like the three or four, first uh, possessions in the second half they went three and out it's like no wonder central mission was able to come all the way back their offense mm-hmm. just stopped moving the ball they stopped trying they they quit you know they they punched them in the mouth in the first half and they just quit playing it's like no if you're going to have that big lead control the clock keep moving the ball mm-hmm. but don't let don't let the other team back in the game keep your foot on the pedal i just hate that you know it's it's not good for your team it's not good for your players because they start you know, if you start being conservative play calling, you know, you could be conservative to control the clock, but don't be so conservative that your players start playing down to their level. Yeah, exactly. And so that is something I, I especially for K-State's defense on Saturday night, I want K-State in the backfield. I want Andy DK in the backfield. I want him to have two sacks. I want, Daniel Deuce, Green. I want yeah. Deuce Green to have an interception and a bunch of tackles. I want Deuce Vaughn to run for 200 yards. Yep. Like, I don't think any of that is out of the picture for the game on Saturday. And I really hope, I really hope that's what happens. Yeah, me too. I'm nervous because those South Dakota, they've always have good teams. So K-State, I don't think they will. 
I think climate, I mean, they have a good understanding. You can't take, especially those Dakota teams always have given K-State trouble, haven't they? Uh, 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 don't remind me. I know, but. Uh, uh, what game? It was the game one of the new. Of 28. The new, 2014. So the new renovation. 2013, to the, yeah. Lost North Dakota State. Yeah. And Chris Kleiman was Chris the defense coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take them lightly. They nope. play ball. They're still a D1 school, but just in a double A. Um, they play big teams all the time. But I don't think K-State will. They just – this team – this something feels different about them. Uh, I think they're very focused, and they might be very hungry. It's just – I think uh, I think they'll do pretty – I think they're pretty well. I'm excited to see what – how Klein operates as play caller. Absolutely, that and that's a great point. This will this will be a, a nice stepping stone for him. And obviously the bowl game was a great stepping stone, but this will be another – you know, mm-hmm. those small stepping stones adding up, adding up, and eventually you reach high places. But I really – and I also hope that they that they look one game at a time. I don't want them looking toward, to the Missouri game already. Dude, I want this them is, to yeah, look like, in a Big 12 play. I, I want mm-hmm. them to look at this game. Let's, let's address issues that are going to happen. Like, let's admit – I mean, let's, let's admit that they will make mistakes tomorrow. On, they will. On for every, every team does their first week. But let's let's try to limit them as much as possible and just have a great game, you know, yep. under the lights, six o'clock game in the bill. They don't get many of those. Maybe no. two, maybe two a year. They get six o'clock games under the lights. So um, I hope the I hope I hope Adrian enjoys it. Actually, you know, this will yep. be you know, obviously Nebraska always had really good crowds, but this is different. You know, K-State fans are wild. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm excited to be back in the bill doing the Wabash getting loud you know it's, it's always loud those first especially in the first quarter um against and that's you know fcs cool school coming in hopefully it's not a close game but um the, the the crowd will be loud i think the student section will be into it and people are just excited to be back for football and another thing is just like there's nothing really looming overhead you know it's just let's just watch football you know yeah yeah i i agree and i can't wait to be there and uh i want to know what your score prediction is I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> I knew you're going to ask this. Well, I, we probably should say it on every episode anyway, but yeah. my score prediction, um, 45 to 17. I, you know, I, I was going to say 48, 17. Nice. <laughs> so I really think we're going to score in the forties and I, I really hope we hold them under 20. So let's write this down. Cause remember last year I got almost got a lot of scores, right. And I want to, yeah, yeah, you were very close. So I'll make sure to write that down in the, yep. in the document. So mm-hmm. it looks like 48, 48 to 17, Matt and 45, 14 or 45 to 17 for me. And so, yeah, K state, I think we both have them predicting to win. Um, hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. I don't know. What else do you want to cover tonight? Um, I just want to uh, – K 
KU, uh, Tennessee Tech, Tennessee Tech's not a very good SCS team. Will Tennessee Tech cover? I want to know from you. What is it, Brick, 31? 31. Brick Brick made the bet that Tennessee Tech will cover. I, I was looking at that game while I was making bets yesterday or this morning, and I don't know if I, I want to say 10 feet away from that as much as possible. As far as 10, I should say 100 feet away from that, that bet because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, because obviously KU is making great strides and coming back this year um, with their, you know, Lance Leipold as their, at the, as the head coach. And, you know, they've grown a lot in the offseason, obviously. And, but then again, they're still KU. <laughs> yeah. So I think they'll win by 21. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. But what, I mean, you look at, you saw Oklahoma State tonight. And yeah. what's to say, you know, what's to say KU is not going to do the same thing mm-hmm. against against a, a similar, you know, um, similar opponent compared to themselves. And so 31 and a half. If I had to bet it, if I had to bet it, I might. I honestly want to take Brick's side. I, I don't think they're going to cover that. I really don't. I don't know. I, if I, don't, know if I, they're think... gonna, I don't think they're going to score enough points to cover that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It's just hard to tell. I just, I'm, a, I'm gonna, I kind of want to watch it in the bill tomorrow just to see. I want to see if K, because you'll be able to tell if they made improvement. You obviously right. will. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to watch them. Um, so uh, I think K, he will win. I just think it'll be probably like maybe 20, 17 mm-hmm. to 20 points. Probably so. so. Probably so. Um, I guess we could go around the yeah. big 12. Mm-hmm. Um, K, uh, sorry, Oklahoma and UTEP. Two um, K Staters coaching it mm-hmm. up. Dana, Dana Demel and Brent Venables. Yep. Who do you? I mean, Oklahoma. I obviously I'm gonna take Oklahoma, <laughs> but I think I think the spread might be like 20 on that game. Not bad. So That's closer I thought. Let's see. I'm gonna let's see if I can pull this up real quick. Big 12. Dude, I am not sure. I really Is don't. This- I really don't know. How. Did Missouri win tonight? Um, they were winning. Yeah, I'm watching their highlights right now. Doom, 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 doom. Oh yeah, that's right. They're playing Louisiana Tech. Oh, shout out to my boy Hunter. He's a he's a um, he works in the athletic or the for the football team for Louisiana Tech. So oh, cool. shout, shout out to you. Sorry you're getting. Sorry you guys are getting your. Uh, Tails waxed by Mizzou tonight. Fifty-two <laughs> seventeen right now. Two forty-five left in the game. Dang. Okay, let's go back over to the Big Twelve. Um, UTEP and Oklahoma. The spread is thirty. So you think they can cover thirty? Um, UTEP already played a game this year. They lost. You know, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the old demo. I gotta see if they, I'm, I'm gonna see if they cover. You think they can cover thirty? They lost Maybe. thirty-one to thirteen in North Texas. So, I'm gonna give it to them. Okay. All right. You know, uh, just cause. And then Iowa State, Southeast Missouri State. I think Iowa State's gonna roll there. Baylor's probably gonna roll Albany. Texas oh, Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech and Murray State. Texas Tech probably rolls, and then Texas and. You, uh, University of Louisiana Monroe. So, go use you go Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> What's the spread here? Thirty-seven and a half. Oh my god. Oh, goodness. they'll cover. Hopefully, they can cover. That's such a tough cover, though. You have to score so many points. <laughs> yeah. 
I bet the over on that one, 64 and a half. Uh, that's a little high. I don't know. I think I think when I when I'm doing sports betting, and if you have a gambling problem, talk to Matt, obviously. Um, but I think if I'm going to do sports betting, I, I think I'm going to stay away from the spreads and just do over-unders. Because I think that makes more sense to me than, than the spreads sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you look at a team and you see their past weeks and you see, oh, this guy's, this team's scoring 50, and, uh, 50 a week and this other team's only scoring, like, 20 a week. So, it's... yeah. And if you're betting K-State, always bet the under. <laughs> always. <laughs> so, um, what else? What else? What else? Anything else? No, I'm just excited to be back in Manhattan, be with my buddies, and uh, go Cats. Yeah, absolutely. I guess we can wrap it up there. Nice yeah. quick episode and, and uh, be on the lookout towards the end of this um, podcast. A little soundbite of my first reaction to the uh, Nebraska game last weekend. So um, I hope everybody has a good Friday. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Go Cats um, and win your bets. Um, take yeah, advantage, win your bets. Take, take advantage of those free bets on those sporting apps and uh, – Let's just have a let's just have a good good clean fun this weekend. All right. Yeah. Any any last thoughts, Matt? No, uh, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Eighty eight degrees. So uh, you guys can be there. Come tailgate with us. Sweet. All right. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt, and this has been a shorter edition of the Lecrum Sports Media Podcast. So hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe and have fun. See you later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Okay, just got done watching the uh, Nebraska-Northwestern game. Currently, I'm uh, Saturday. First, first, uh, first thoughts after the game. I'm driving to Kansas City right now. Um, but first thoughts after the game. Nebraska came out in the first quarter and just it had this feeling that they were going to dominate the game. And they were moving the ball, they were they were firing on all cylinders on defense. And then the second quarter started and that all kind of went away real fast. And I said, "Here we go. Here's the uh here's classic Nebraska about to fall apart again and and uh, towards the end of the first half, Nebraska had the 14 to 10 lead, I believe. And I said, I said to myself, I think they're going to go three now. I think they just got the ball on their side of the field. They're going to, I said, they're going to go three and out. There's going to be four minutes left, and Northwestern's going to go down and score a touchdown, take the lead to start the second half. And what do you know? Sure enough, that's how it works out. And then it was 17 to 14 at the half, and Nebraska had a chance to tie it to end the half, and they missed a field goal. So now it's 17 to 14 to end the half. And then you get to the second half, and you're just and here we go. We're, here we go again. Nebraska has two quick, uh, two quick hitters. 21 to 4, uh, 21 17, 28 17. You're like, okay, Nebraska's finally going to take over. Here's some spark. And then they just quit playing. And it, the same story in the second quarter it was as it was the fourth quarter. The offense stopped moving the ball. Of course, you had the, uh, the last possession of the game where the guy tipped up. I mean, it was a catchable ball. I think, uh, I think uh, Thompson made a decent throw. 
the guy's just got to catch it. You can't, you can't leave it high, obviously, because those are the balls that usually get tipped and interception, uh, intercepted. But they they had the lead, twenty-eight to fourteen, uh, twenty-eight twenty-four, and Northwestern was just waltzing up the field, just straight up the middle. I think their last touchdown drive, they they had like three or four possessions or three or four plays in a row. Well, all they did was run it up the middle in the last play. I said, they're just going to run it up the middle again. And sure enough, they did and scored a touchdown. 31-28. And, and that was it. I mean, Nebraska gets the ball back, is moving the ball. But I think the, the, the determining factor in this game was the defense. The defense saw the leads and stopped hitting anybody, especially on Northwestern's last possession they just didn't hit anybody nobody nobody was touching anybody nobody was touching the running back I mean he was getting five ten yards every time he touched the ball without even receiving first contact and it, they were making it look easy just let's just hand it off it's not like their play calling was really that creative it's just Nebraska wasn't filling gaps or filling holes and tackling anybody so my thoughts, and if you're following us on the Twitter page, you know, we were live tweeting the game. I don't I don't know how much longer Scott Frost is gonna last at Nebraska. I mean, is it possible that he could be gone week two or week three? Or their next their next football game? Will he be the head coach of the next game? Because there there is no reason that there is this much hype going to Dublin, Ireland to play a bottom tier Big Ten school and just and just Quite frankly, fall on your ass. Northwestern, they were just they weren't doing anything special. It's not like they have the most talented team in the world, but they were just doing whatever they wanted. And Nebraska just let them. And it's very disappointing to see them lose another game with this kind of I mean, this was the game of the week. I mean, I don't I can't think off the top of my head of any other game that really sparked my interest this week for week zero but that's just that's unbelievable I mean you cannot go all the way to Ireland I mean even I had this thought earlier it just looked like Nebraska was just the same team from last year it's like did they not make any changes this offseason did they not work out their players they just looked weak and slow on the field especially in the second half how do you allow that to happen and Quite frankly, I, I really think, I mean, any team is going to progress throughout the season, but you lose week one like that, that's pretty sad. You're Nebraska, and you are historically a fantastic program, and you lose to a bottom-tier team that is Northwestern. And I'm not apologizing for that. I truly believe that. Unless Northwestern somehow goes on and wins the Big Ten or something, which I don't believe that's going to happen. But that's just, that's just really sad. And I, if I was a fan of Nebraska, I wouldn't be too happy right now. Uh, shout out Eric. Shout out whoever else is a Nebraska fan. Sorry about your sorry about your day on Saturday. I hope you guys weekend got better. So that was just my initial thoughts. I thought I recorded myself as I'm as I'm traveling here, and uh, yeah, and that's uh, and I'm Jacob. That's my name.
Oh, thank you.